You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome. Welcome to a brand new Tadpog podcast. We're finally uh, doing what Mysterious Benefactor gave us, helped us out with getting the heating and cooling system in the garage, why why they wanted it to happen. New, new tabletop. After two years of planning, we're finally all here in one place for session zero of a brand new tabletop. Uh, the goal being to do 10, 10 sessions, basically, uh, until a, you know, a complete story, uh, a 5e D&D story told in modern day. So, and of course now, a whole new uh, birth of players. So, of course, I'm gonna, I'll be DMing. Dave is here. Ian is here. Not seen since uh, Son of Sam, Call of Cthulhu. Nicole is rejoining us. Has it really been that long? Mm-hmm. That's wild. <laughs> Donna was awesome. She makes an appearance in the Piggy Palace. Have you heard that? No. You authorized that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then bringing back hashtag more Miller. Sean Miller's back. What's up? Playing D&D. I'm so excited. <laughs> And and I had not realized Ian and Miller had not met until, <laughs> until today, <laughs> which seems met. crazy to me. So they're sitting in each other's laps. <laughs> yeah. so we wanted this other. to be as uh, entertaining for everybody as possible, <laughs> <laughs> including hug. Nicole. So. <laughs> we hugged for a really long time. <laughs> it was, that. It's it true. Was, I seen it. Everybody was really uncomfortable except for the two of us. Yeah. The, the first five seconds were kind of weird, but then you know settled the, ne- in and, the next yeah. three minutes of it were just great. Whatever. You properly <laughs> doxed, and it was good. incredibly satisfying. <laughs> All right, well, I've kept a hat on most of this, and I'm going to do it for a little while longer. So, what I told everybody, the premise that I that I laid out to everybody was: this is going to be modern day, the year two thousand. We'll do it straight up, year 2000, set in Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> year yeah, 2000! I almost did it, and then I saw the look on your face, so I was like, okay, yeah, you did, please. Sorry, go ahead. So, lo- local millennia nostalgia, 2000s, Paducah, Kentucky. So, the only request was that you guys all know each other because you're in a band together. So, however the makeup of that band works... You could all be lead singers. It could be a fucking gospel quartet for all I know. It's it's fine. How about a barbershop quartet? That's yeah, sure. <laughs> so the way I've laid it out, uh, first we'll go ahead and decide how do you guys want to do stats? Do we want to roll for stats or do we want to do point by? I am fine with whatever. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I don't know, and I'm gonna say that a lot. I'm probably gonna get us all killed. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's all good. This is new to me. It's all good. I'm, I'm just going with the flow, so whatever. I tell you what, I will try to get everybody killed. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, enough. 
You know, <laughs> Tyler wants this to last 10 sessions, so you're going to have to fuck well, it up pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, I can re-roll. We can all re-roll. It's fine, right? Sure. <laughs> many... There are plenty okay. of bands. Yeah. We're going to start with a rock band, then the barbershop <laughs> yeah. quartet, then... We're all backup musicians for uh, that Christian guy from Paducah. What's his name? Oh, there's a lot of Christian he's guys from Paducah. Right, he's got three names. Um, yeah, it's, it's Stevie Ray Vaughn. <laughs> no, but he wears a similar hat. Stevie Ray Christ. <laughs> what is that <laughs> guy? <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's a delayed reaction there. Stevie Ray Christ. No, that's all. Oh, I see what you did. Uh, what Ter- is his name? Terry Mike Ta- Jeffrey. Yeah, it's not him. That, no, but that's no. Stephen okay. Curtis Chapman. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh. Oh. Is that guy from Paducah? I think so. I, I know no Terry idea. Mike Jeffrey. Like is. I know that name from Christian music, but I had no idea who's from Paducah. Yeah, he's from around here anyway. He's the but one Terry Mike Jeffries. Yeah, but he does a lot of like oldie stuff. stuff. Does, does he? Does he really? Yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman. No, Terry Mike Jeffries. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are seeing a lot of names. <laughs> I don't know what's going yeah, on. it almost seems made up. <laughs> Six names. Two people, <laughs> zero talent. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this though. I'm sorry, I, God, that's not true. Even though, I, even though I know nothing about D and I actually have been in three bands in Paducah, Kentucky, throughout the course of my life. Any so, around the early 2000s? Well, not oh, born well, in Paducah, Kentucky. Sort of, kind of. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Wow. Did you ever, did you ever I jam with Six Killer? Yes. Really? Yes. That's awesome. There was a couple. There, I knew a lot of the bands around here. Of course, a lot of them were f- from. The late 80s, early 90s, and then, you know, we would get back together and play a couple of shows here and there. But, yeah, for the most part, I, I had, we did meet Six Killer. <laughs> and there was, we had a, there was one group called Scarred. Scarred. Were they a they ska were, band? No. no <laughs> Scarred. Scoo- that'd be a good name for a ska band. <laughs> they were a, a death metal Christian band so they they did christian death metal i was gonna say you don't see that a lot but you probably do and i just don't realize it but they were one of the guys the guy that was their lead guitar player his name was daniel he's still around he's the most brilliant guitar player i've ever known yeah but he got his sort of god gave him a gift start in the scene around here we had a pretty big music scene in paducah yeah he got his start playing for that band so I remember a lot of good stories from that from those days. The late nineties, like Friday and Saturday night downtown Paducah, they would like bands would set up at the gazebo, but there would be like just dudes, you know, yep. uh, what do they call it, busking, you know, mm-hmm. up and down Broadway, and then several little bars. There was a place that the reason I asked about Six Killers because I was actually at I don't remember the name of the bar, but they had an eighteen. Like a 21 and up where they sold alcohol, then another little dance hall kind of thing for people under 21 that could come in. And uh, Six Killer was jamming there one night, and his drummer was running late or something, and he was just like, does anybody know how to play drums? And I was like, I'll fake it. And I just knew just enough how to get up there and play Mother by Danzig. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> we played Mother by Danzig. That's crazy. Yeah. We had we were a kind of a punk. My band's name then was The Playful Eight, and then... He one of the, our lead singer Nathan is the front man for Solid Rocket Boosters. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard of them, but they're a local bluegrass band. And then uh, I was in another band called called Thickest Thieves uh, with a couple of friends. And I thick I ass thieves thick, or thick ass like they were the most thick, rotund criminals. Thick ass, thick ass, T H I C C. We were we were together for about a year and a half, um, 
we got to open for Filter. Nice. That was always that was fun. Filter, they were jerks, but the mm. opening for them was a neat thing. Hell yeah! I really like the demo. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get that out there for. I'll, I'll put it out. I'll, I'll put those songs out there for. Um, and link it on the Discord or something for everybody if they want to hear it. That'd be awesome. So, the Hateful Eight, Playful, Playful Eight. Playful Eight sorry, we should we should name our band whatever it is for the game something that's like I don't know the. That whor- is what I'm the Hori Four or something for a lot of stuff about the game will be what the name of your band is. Oh, oh okay, all right. So, so is that a goal be of the today? Title, that will be the title of the game, and that will reveal the premise of the game once you guys decide on what your band name is. Okay. Tony Curtis Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> is that his name? Did I get his name right? No. Tony Stark Jeffries. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think we, usually most people have the more fun when they roll, and I'll be creative with the editing so it's not 20 minutes of dice rolling. I'm, but Yeah, let's, let's roll. We roll, don't know what's going to happen. Roll for some roll. stats. So, so well, I mean, some scratch paper. Are, are we going under the paper. premise that we're going to assign these before we know what we're actually? No, I just go ahead and roll for stats, and then we'll figure out what class everybody wants okay. to be. We're not going to have four bards or anything. Can you I could. A... Well, <laughs> all right, be a pretty good band. This <laughs> <laughs> is silly game, right? <laughs> and bring back Cornelius. Can... can I get a piece of paper? Please bring back Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> God, Cody play drum? God, man, stop. <laughs> I can only get so hard. <laughs> we have talked about Corny Yeah, before. a long time ago yeah. we talked about Corny. God. Master Eva. <laughs> Please, all right. Please play as Corny. How much will it take? I'll pay you. Oh, I'm, <laughs> That's I'm the one <laughs> we'll have to adapt mongrel folk to 5 <laughs> I'm sure that's an easy conversion. <laughs> but he's going to look exactly the same just with a Tommy Hilfiger shirt on. <laughs> Cody! A bucket hat. <laughs> Alien pendant. <laughs> Cargo shorts. Now, could please say cornythebomb.com. <laughs> so, I don't know. Rolling for stats. So, uh, we'll do four sets. I think that's probably fair. So, you roll 4d6. Drop the lowest one. And those three, you know, you keep that. Uh, gen- usually I'm pretty generous because some people will have, like, a great set and then, like, a three. So if that's the case, I'll allow one re-roll. Uh, you got to keep it no matter what it is. You said re-roll ones? Or no? no, no, no. But once you have your all lowest. your sets, if there's one that has a really bad one, then I'll let you re-roll that. But oh. you just have to keep whatever it is. So if you have an eight, you can re-roll it, but you might end up with the four. So... So how many? I'm sorry, how many sets? I was four like, sets. can you like be more? Four sets, four of, sets six. of six. So uh, yeah, so you roll the four, four d six. Drop the lowest drop one. one. So that's that one number. So you record six stats. Okay, and that's that one times. set. You do that four times. It is a lot of dice rolling. Yep. <laughs> Not when you got a handy dandy app like I do. <laughs> so then, just while you guys kind of do that, and then sort of basically everyone is human. But depending, the way I thought it up was depending on what kind of instrument you want to play, That those would be your racial stats. So if you are a drummer, you would take the stats of a half-orc. If you are a, let me pull up exactly what I've laid out. And then we can get creative. If somebody wants to do like Goliath or Warforged or Mongrel something folk. like that. Mongrel folk. Four mongrel folk. Yeah. Everybody's got to do corny voice, though. <laughs> 
Me okay with that. <laughs> is that all right? I'll work on it. I'm the Honeycrisp bear. Is that okay? <laughs> so, okay. So. Chili dog as a, as a mongrel foal. <laughs> I love this meta. This is great. <laughs> and now, introducing, coming to the stage. Mongrel dog. <laughs> mongrel dog. That is, that, wow, that's just the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> So everyone will have perform as a um, a class skill. It'll just be unique to this game. So if you want to play the okay, so I, I I was wrong when I when I picked. If you are drums, you would use the the stats of a dwarf. You could either pick constitution or wisdom as your as the skill to your performance. Lead vocals, you'd be an elf. Uh, let's see the keyboard for a halfling. Lead guitar for human. Any form of a horn for dragonborn. Sound engineer for a gnome, rhythm guitar for a half elf, bass for a half orc, backup vocals for a tiefling. And then we could also figure it out, like if you want to do ASMR, Warforged, Goliath, Mongrel Folk, how that would fit in. Or everyone, if you just want to take human stats for a human, that could apply to anything. If you just like the human feet and plus one to two different stats, I believe. You guys aren't going to believe this. I just rolled six 18s. I believe it. (laughs) In a row. It's weird. Okay, Dave. Fate. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I, mean, yeah, I got my finger on it. <laughs> I just rolled until I rolled an 18. It's like, can I use this one? I rolled what may possibly be the most boring stats of all time. <laughs> all 12s? Uh, 13, 13, 14, 14, 12, 15. I've been just, there before. That was the best stat? The best you rolled out of all four? Yep. The best I rolled was oh. 16. Oh, you want us to do it four whole sets? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. My, I was misunderstood what you were saying. What am I doing? I'm doing this wrong. You're not, you're, you're not you're, doing it wrong. You're, we're doing it wrong. Your instructions are unclear. Okay. Your like, instructions are unclear. Be like super specific. <laughs> all right. So you will use your those four d six. So all right. So okay. There are six key stats for a D and D character. How do I make a peanut butter sandwich? So you can't are, show me. You are rolling four d six. God, I love doing that with Kyle that one time. <laughs> You roll 4d6, drop the lowest one for every one of those six stats. And once you have six stats, that is one set. So roll four Uh d6, drop the lowest one, and then add those three together? Yes. Mm -hmm. You left that part out. Sorry. (laughs) Have you ever played (laughs) (laughs) D&D? I have, but it's been a long time. (laughs) I've had two children since then. My brain's a little fuzzy. They haven't played D&D? Not yet. Yeah, we need to fix so that. So you add right? those together to determine that stat. So you do that six okay. times. That's one set, and you'll do four sets, and then pick okay. the the one you like the most. Yep. Four sets. You got all 18s, too. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am rolling like shit here. I mean, I thought that the, the number seemed low, but I was like, maybe there's some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to also use the poker chip system that I like to use, so when players do something good or bring someone else into the game, you know, as a character, do something self-sacrificing or do something very in character that might not be super beneficial. I'll give a chip um, that is either good for a personal re-roll where you can let some re-roll make someone else re-roll or the mystery chip, which has like a unknown benefit. I ask you when you want to use that. I'm going to build on that system in this game and introduce cool points. So basically, it's how cool you are. So instead of, anytime you have a chip, instead of using it for a re-roll, you can instead use it to add a flat bonus. That bonus determined by how fucking cool you are. Uh, that'll be determined. Ice of, cold. 
<laughs> That'll be determined by it's the early two thousands, uh, right? Your back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Be determined by your backstory and your actions in game, because if you want to do something cool, you can basically bet your cool on it. So if you succeed, you'll add a point. If you fail, you'll lose a point. Uh, so, but it's it's good in that a high cool score will mean you get to add a big bonus if you want. But being very cool could attract unwanted attention. Uh, the same point, having a very bad cool score, uh, you won't have a lot to add if you want to go that route to add a bonus, but being very uncool will have its advantages too. So, and for that, there'll be a custom feat you can take called Arthur Fonzarelli, which will give you a plus two to cool and lock your cool at two points. So you can never fall below those two. The rest of your sets go better, Miller? No. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't go a lot worse. I mean, that's not a, it's, I didn't say it's a bad set. It's, that's actually a pretty good set. I have two considered. good sets. Can I give one of my sets to him? I mean, that's 13, 13, 14, <laughs> 14, 14 12, 15. It's a pretty good. That's not bad. That isn't bad. It's maybe the only time I haven't had an 18. I, I'll let you pull two odd scores to make them even, to make score, other scores even. So if you have two 13s and a 14, you could then have two 12s and a 16. Well, that definitely changes which one I'm deciding to go with. I have one that's like... Stats can't go higher than 20. I've got one that's mathematically better, but I don't know. If I can pull, like, I've got, I've got a 17 in one set. If I could pull that up to an 18 and then drop something so else. So what did you say we could do? What was that odd, the even thing? So if you want, if you pick a stat that is, has a really low number, I'll let you re-roll one of those stats, but you have to keep whatever you roll. Okay. Uh, the other is if you have two odd stats... You can pull those two odd points and add to another to make it even. So, like, if you had a 13, 13, and a 14, you could change that to a 12, 12, and a 16. Well, I think I know what I want to use, but I've got one really low number, so I want to re-roll it. Go for it. And it didn't matter. Same thing? What is it? It's the same number. Eight. Eight? That's not, that's <laughs> that's not, not bad. Terrible. Okay. Yeah. Most D&D characters I'm destined do have, to have that eight. I've got an eight. I don't know how that's going to be modified. I didn't really think about that, but... It's a very playful eight you have there, Ian. Hey, hey, hey. It's a negative <laughs> one, right? Okay, all right. We should all have an eight. And <laughs> <laughs> be the playful we should, eight. Yeah, we should all have an eight in our ability score. I give permission to be the playful eight if you guys want to do it. <laughs> well, that's great because there's four of us. I'm planning on killing all four of us. We'll have four more in reserve. <laughs> yeah. You all have eight-inch dicks. <laughs> Perfect. It's wild. There was only four people in our band, too. We just always oh, said we were twice as good as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> that we made that up because people asked why, where why? you come up with right. the name. We didn't. We don't know. Dale Earnhardt. I think I, I think we need to from. name it that because I feel like we should get cool points just for being like, meh, we're and twice as is, good as everybody else. This is a guys. Paducah band. I'm just saying. Or we could be thick ass thieves if you would like. <laughs> I do like thick ass thieves quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. Look how much hard, Nicole hard loves it. You can see how much she loves it. I do. She is smiling. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like she means it though. <laughs> I mean, but she is smiling. <laughs> Sometimes that's just all you can hope for. And also, um, everybody will have a soul weapon. Basically, it is a Weapon, almost like a spiritual weapon, you can produce any kind of soul music you want. Any kind of soul. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, a Marvin Gaye? <laughs> James Brown. <laughs> so a weapon that uh, does something to represent who you are, a manifestation of your personal drive. So it's a, a weapon you will always have access to. So you can reach into your pocket and produce this weapon. You're never without it. 
Uh, if it were to be destroyed, that'd be very bad for you, but you always have this weapon, whatever it is. It's like I talked about if you are a uh, a very a person who is tired of being downtrodden or walked upon, maybe your sole weapon is a maul, <laughs> a sledgehammer. So you know, so you can make you want to make a difference, break people up, make you know. Or if you're a very reserved person, maybe that's a ranged weapon. You don't like getting close to people as a person. <laughs> something that means something to you. <laughs> I want my sole weapon to be the uh, sex machine cock revolver from, from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about the personality of my character. He says your goddamn Sean Miller. <laughs> that's, that's my character's name, by the way. I'm playing myself in this game. I was here in 2000. I can play the drums, kind of. <laughs> I'm fucking serious. Okay. I think it's great. That's what you want to do. <laughs> no. I'm going to be Josh Nance. Let's, that let's all be Josh Nance. <laughs> we'll specialize in singing 50 see, Cent song. See if we can get Nicole to break her vow to never do the Josh impression. <laughs> Come on, Nicole. It'd there, be so fun. There are two cool points on the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's real cool to <laughs> Don't you want to be this cool to come? Don't you want to party with the big boys? <laughs> See, that's the smile I'm talking about. No, that was a different smile earlier. I feel I like it's been. I made the promise 13 years ago. I have not done the voice in 13 years. So. How do you and, avoid uh, it? You live with it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Josh in a year. I do it three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the the if you were to get a divorce, the the thing that sparks the last <laughs> fight is like you get in a huge fight, and like when you know it's over, you look at him and just fuck you. <laughs> so what? That's when I knew it was really over. <laughs> so class wise, what does everybody think about playing? Well, I got to go with what I know, and I'm base barbarian, uh, half orc. You said half orc to play in the play the base, so you have half orc stats. And then what base class do you want to play? Barbarian, cleric, rogue, wizard, fighter. Barbarian is what you played in Dave's other 5e game when you were the barbarian. Dragonborn. Dovokin. Dovokin. Um, sure, yeah. Barbarian. Or I mean, or bran- I mean, branch out and do whatever you want to, whatever sounds good. No, I'm kind of a tanky sort of fella. And so. the ha- half-orc is, is the preferred barbarian. So sounds good. I'm assuming we don't have to worry about like... Weapon proficiencies or anything nope. like that with their soul weapon. And right. You're always proficient with whatever your soul weapon is, however exotic it may be. Like a cock re- sex revolver? Is that what <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> proficient with it. Sex machine cock revolver. Most, sex machine cock most revolver. Most of the time they be would be... <laughs> most of the time they would be medieval weapons. I think it'd be more rare to have a modern weapon, but it's not off the table. So if you wanted to have a shotgun or... A Suzlin. Sujlin, <laughs> the moose, the moose handler weapon. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I use what was right. it, Ozzy Franklin? Sujlin. You had like three feet to wield. That sounds like a disorder. <laughs> Not as good as a great axe, which required no feet. <laughs> No, I don't think I did because it was <sighs> it was actually like a racial weapon for. Oh, you were in Neanderthal. That was, that was a That's Neanderthal. Why, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that was the least annoying thing I did in your games. Oh, man. My aesthetic monk was far oh, more annoying. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That was in the ACV game, the original. That touch of golden eyes makes yep. 16 fortitude saves. <laughs> 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 16 DC 10 fortitude saves. We had You'll a lot of time. eventually fail one. <laughs> we had a lot of time to roll a lot <laughs> back then. Nicole, what are you thinking? Or you want to hear everybody else's? I want to hear everybody else's. Dave Miller? Well, I can just go to the old standby and be a ranger. <laughs> okay. That's what I've done in almost every game I've ever played. Okay. You would think I would want to do something else, but I don't know. It's probably a ranger. Urban ranger. Urban ranger? Hey, it sounds good. I'll probably either do warlock or uh, or monk. Very good. Coley, as you prefer to be called by no one. <laughs> Don't, Was yeah. that one of Josh's vows? <laughs> yeah. I promise to never call you Coley. <laughs> Nick, Nick. Um. <laughs> he said like a head of barbaric character. <laughs> hey, Nick, Nick. <laughs> We're talking about how these translate to musical instruments. Uh, well, if you want, if you could just be human and do any instrument you want, that's fine. Or if you want racial stats, like if you were to want to play the equivalent to a gnome elf, then those are locked into certain certain instruments. Yep. So. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about. Okay, so wait. <laughs> so wait. So, now, now I now I'm confused. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I had it all. So I'm gonna play. Uh, you're, you're human, no matter what. Okay. You would just have these stats, the stats. based on the whatever. instrument, right? Okay. I'm going to play the guitaru. That's right. The guitaru, not the guitar, the guitaru. Um, Lead guitar or rhythm guitar? It just depends on what we need, I guess. I think band structure is going to be less important than then lead. And then lead guitar. Lead human. Perfect. I want that feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see if you play the drums, then the sets of a dwarf. Lead vocals, the stats of an elf. The keyboard, stats of a halfling. Lead guitar for a human. Horns for a dragonborn. Horns? Okay. Because they have horns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have horns. You can play the trumpet. <laughs> I was going to say, well, you, you say play the horns, but what kind of horn are we talking about for the Saxophone. Trumpet? Saxophone, trumpet. French horn, trumpet. Baritone. We talked about possibly mellow, being a ska mellow, band. Mellow, a saxophone phone. is not a horn. A saxophone is a woodwind. But, but, but you're talking about the horn section. Brassy. Come on. <laughs> um, I think I want to play a rogue. And so... Be an elf? Elf rogue or a That's, halfling? I've done halfling before. Mm-hmm. Gnome. You, had a, you played a gnome rogue once for Josh's game. Yes. I really like that. Um... But I also want to do something different. So maybe Elf. Elf, okay. So then you'd be lead vocals. A, okay. lead, vo- a lead vocal rogue. Okay. That works. We don't actually have to perform in this band, so as long as I don't oh, Do you actually have to sing? <laughs> I know you like to sing, so. Yeah, not in front it's of time. people. <laughs> you can pretend you're in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all go stand in there. You can sing right into this little microphone right here. <laughs> don't worry about it. And then what kind of ranger did you want to be, Miller? What do you mean? Because there are word. Well, like, you mean like rent like elf? Were you elf ranger? What's going to determine your? Oh your, no, I'm I'm going to play drums and I'll just take the dwarf stats. Dwarf, all right, dwarf ranger sounds dwarf good. Urban rangers. Yeah, sounds good. So Dave, I know you said your sole weapon would be a whip. 
Yeah. Keep him, stick him with that? Yes. Okay. It'll actually Perfect. be like a guitar string, and not a whip. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. It's like my guitar is actually strung with whips. Yep. <laughs> it's like a cat of nine tails. That'll it's a work. nine string guitar. That's your hell. You can even use like the handle. Too religious. <laughs> Sorry. It's a regular whip. <laughs> it's a Belmont style whip. Okay. So chain, it's a chain whip. Yeah, or fire whip. Okay. You got a lot of different. That's true. Dude's got a lot well, of whips let's, in that let's, family. Okay. Let's say his leather whip for now as it upgrades because basically as your characters grow and change is it the your soul dad? weapon will upgrade with you so you won't have to magically enhance it but as you develop as a character it'll become a plus one or a plus one vicious or plus one flaming depending on where you go Perfect. not to say that will be your only magic weapon but it's that's, only one that's I need. a weapon you'll it's always have want. on you it's only one I want so what are you guys thinking soul weapon wise any, any inspiration hmm well, I told you... You had talked about shotgun, I want correct? A, I want a Remington 870 12-gauge shotgun. That works for me. Uh, you sure you don't want a whip? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, a... A whip gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to decide if I want to, like... I haven't seen fighting, but I assume you can still basically go the ranged route or the... Yeah, you pick your fighting style, two open fighting or, or range. What do you think I should do, Dave? What do I think you should do? Yeah. I think whatever you think is going to be the most fun. Yeah, this is not have to be a power creep sort of no, game. No, no, no. Because I'm going to kill all these characters regardless. So. <laughs> well, throwing symbols? Okay. I wonder if they're like, I'm just thinking, like, just throw sure. symbols at people. Just... All right, yeah. I'll run out, I guess, after a while. I, get... I like to think you've got like a, a giant like symbol Pez dispenser <laughs> yeah. on your back. You can fit a lot of symbols in, in a bag. Very, yeah, a bag. It's really heavy though. <laughs> so you start. You I'm a dwarf. It's fine. Yeah, you would you start out with two basic symbols. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Are they like throwing, returning? That'd be cool. Eventually. Ah. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Ah. I'm gonna get really. I'm just gonna have to carry a pair of drumsticks to tap people with when I run out of symbols to throw. <laughs> hi hat. Hi hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> hi, 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 hi. <laughs> Nick, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Anything, anything sound good, Nicole? Um, something stabby. Okay. Scissors. Something light, like one hand, finessable sort of thing for a rogue? Yeah. Okay. So you could definitely go, I mean, rapier, dagger, short sword. Stiletto dagger. Ooh, I like that one. Okay. Yes. A stiletto. Yes. Perfect. You want to do like an ice pick or something like that? No. Okay. Yeah. Do like a horror movie. Okay. You can always pull it yeah. out of your eye. That's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> so I'm glad I nailed the tone. <laughs> All right. So basics down. You want us to go ahead and assign our stats? So we have a drummer. A bass player. A drummer, lead, guitar. lead guitarist, lead vocals, bass. Hey, that's, that's pretty that's fucking pretty, solid yeah, right we, there. We, we got the shit. We, we got the Beatles. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> no frills. So man. what? The shitty what, Beatles. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of band are you? What music do you play? And what's your band name? I mean, we're kind of set up to be a... Standard ass rock band, aren't we? <laughs> Pretty much. Is I that mean, it? Like the Washington football team? Yeah. Standard ass rock, rock band? band? I really like that name quite a bit. Be a good t shirt for the tap. All in fun. favor? <laughs> yeah, it's fine with me. 
I was going to say we can try and keep with the what was popular at the time, but you guys might have to like give me some help. <laughs> You're six, so I wasn't quite that young. But the I puka shell necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like old enough to really be in the music scene yet, so I was eleven. <laughs> the Blaze Gunners. The Why So Blue Panda Bears. <laughs> <laughs> What the French toast? What even mu- the Nellies? <laughs> Lint liquor. <laughs> Lint liquors. What was okay? Hold on, I've I've got something. It's horrible, but I'm gonna agonize it. Um, what was what was he who shall not be named? Who who is always bitching about fucking the Flater Mouse? What was oh, the dude, what was the dude's name? Fucking jumping around fucking all the time. Lemos. <laughs> 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 fucking Valermos. Fucking Valermos. Th- throw that in as an option for a band name. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look up 2000s tropes. 2000s, and remember we're in Paducah, so the Dippin' Dots. The Dippin' Dots. <laughs> <laughs> be, be a doo-wop band. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have 16 covers of My Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Rembrandts were a thing. <laughs> Let's the, play as them. The friends play as the Rembrandts. <laughs> the Rembrandts like, cover of band. all the fucking bands, Tyler could pick. You, only cover you the could do song. the one that's you know the guys that did the, the Friends. You know, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Shut up, Tyler. We get it. You like Friends. The Desperate Housewives. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sopranos, Sex in the City were big. <laughs> Nurse Jackie, Dexter. Really? That in long? 2000? I guess it was in the oh, 2000s. 2000s. The yeah. 2000s, yeah. So let me look at 90s then. Yeah, because at 2000, you're basically still in the 90s. Like the new decade culture doesn't really take off for a couple of years. Well, then we're that. talking about grunge and Nirvana yeah. and Stone Temple Pilots and. Uh, shit. That opens it up. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots. What about y- the Y two K? The Brick Church Sea Captains. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's. Let's just be Nickelback. <laughs> we're just gonna pretend we were actually Nickelback. The OJ trial. Perfect. Let's please let's be the OJ trial. <laughs> Blazing Broncos. <laughs> Run, yeah, runaway white Broncos. The Clinton sex scandal. The Monica Lewinsky's. <laughs> yeah. The Monica. The Monica's. We're back to friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I was in there thinking that. Like Game Boy, Game Gear. Pogs? No, that was way earlier. Pogs are back. <laughs> in standard ass rock band form. The, the Macarena was popular. That's Kurt wh- Cobain, Alanis Morissette, Allison Chains. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Smashing Pumpkins. Oasis, Blur, Spice Girls. I have an idea. It might not be received very well, but we could call ourselves uh, the 12-foot-tall B. Arthur Doodoo Pinata. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you just set your phone down. <laughs> 
That's the one. Do you have a random <laughs> bullshit generator? No. There's no way. No, a, I was looking through Dad Pog episodes. And I was That's like, not even an episode, Miller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell Nicole, not me. <laughs> I, I know that. Nicole clearly does it. So that's a pass on that I one? Know. Well, I, yeah. think, I think you're going to have to write it down. But I think I like it. In 1997, the biggest movies were Jurassic Park and Titanic. In, in what year? Well, I guess Titanic was 97, but blockbusters <laughs> like Jurassic Park and Titanic are notable in this TV tropes for the 90s movie section. Yeah, I think Jurassic Park was like 95 or 96, yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, The Simpsons, Saturday Night Live, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Who Killed Laura Palmer... Is that just a question on there? That's from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. All it says is people got the answer to who killed Laura Palmer. Special Agents Mulder and Scully chased aliens. Buffy Summers chased vampires. Hercules and Xena fought tyrant, the tyranny of the gods. Baywatch, Star Trek, The Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, Babylon 5, What Stargate. if we just called the band Music Motherfucker? <laughs> Games like Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy were introduced to the West. Pokemon... Everybody just say your favorite four Pokemon and we'll smash it together. All four of us say four? That's 16 Pokemon. All at the same time. Each of you say one. One, two, three. Snorlax. Polly Rath. That's hilarious watching you. <laughs> I'm like, the yellow one. <laughs> I literally am like, there's one named Squirtle, I think. <laughs> Nailed it. Squirtle good. Squad. Let's and call ourselves Char- Squirtle Char- Squad. Squad. Charmander. Yeah, pretty good, too. Charmander? Is that the Charming Charmanders? Yes. Okay. Charmander Commander. What's the yellow one? Charmander name? Commander. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Charming Charmander. So it's 12 foot BR through two Let's just do that. We're, we're never going to get anywhere. In, but I'm I mean, serious. Write it down. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are no swears in it. So it, mm-hmm. it can be put up on a marquee, no problem. She's still alive. Yeah, it's a tri- I mean, it's a tribute either way, but it's like a more meaningful tribute. Do you remember the uh, movie PCU? Yes, blow me where the Pampers is. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, at the pit, everyone gets laid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the Lone Rangers. I got so tired. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking airheads. Yeah, man. We could do Shitty Beatles. We could do the Wayne's World <laughs> reference. <laughs> I'd be Arthur. I vote for B. Arthur, 12-foot B. Arthur, doo-doo. Pinata. <laughs> <laughs> doo-doo. Whatever. I vote for that. So what do we have written down? Standard ass rock band. I don't think anybody wrote anything down. No, didn't write anything down. (laughs) (laughs) Miller kept saying things like, write it down. And we all sat here. Like, I don't know, man. You write it down. (laughs) I don't want to ruin any more of the uh, (laughs) paper here. I got it. it. You got a response from standard ass rock band, Squirtle Squad, Charming Charmanders. 12-foot B. Arthur doo-doo pinata. I'm trying to think if there's a way that we could shorten shorten that. I think the charm of it is that it is so cumbersome to say. (laughs) (laughs) And that it is it invokes an image of a 12-foot B. Arthur pinata full of (laughs) doo-doo. Is that is that the image that we want to project as our band? 
It will uh, also be the title well, of the game. Well, you know, we can refer. <laughs> then, then, then I'm gonna go ahead and underline that. <laughs> we can shorten it to be doo doo pee. Like, That's my favorite Pokemon. I take Snorlax back. It's doo doo pee. I was because <laughs> uh. it really could be. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh no, I'm trying to think of like B. Arthur Pinata could be Bap, but Bap was like a movie from the '90s called Black American Princesses. Mm. Yeah, I think it was. It was about that, that, that one Dragon. down. <laughs> Black American Princesses. <laughs> I mean, we could just go with Black American Princesses. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> People might confuse it with FAP, though. But that wasn't a thing. And the, let's, uh-uh. yeah, we should do something very modern that no one would understand. <laughs> 2022 and Betty White's dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. The band. <laughs> let's just call ourselves Yeet. <laughs> Dale Gribble's the one who introduced Yeet. Yeah, so all like the King of Hill fans from that era would be like, oh, these guys are where it's fucking at. They know about Yeet. <laughs> We should change the name of the band, though. Like every every, every episode, <laughs> like, we had an argument, we had a meeting, and we yeah. changed it. I do like that's that. also very valid. <laughs> <laughs> name to be determined. I think the game. <laughs> squad. Hell, that's a great Yeet name squad. for a band. Name to be determined. <laughs> we'll just go with that. <laughs> I mean, that's right up there with uh, standard ass rock band. We could do something with Millennium in the name. It would be very basic. Like that would. Don't be, forget to turn your computer off at midnight. Right, that would be something that would, <laughs> like, if we had formed our band like the year before or whatever. Like that would be something. That Millen- was very- the Millennium Falcons. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm down for that. Why right. to hey? <laughs> <laughs> the Millennium Falcon sounds good. You want to be the Millennium Falcons? Sure. <laughs> so an the millennial Falcons. The millennial Falcons. I'm I out think now. I, I think they said millennial then. Everybody said millennium because that's what yeah, they the were talking about. Millennials hadn't been. Yeah. They hadn't coined that term yet. Right. Is there some play on words we can do with that where we change Falcon to something else? Yeah, I'm think. I was thinking on that same. The Millennium Falcors. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Millennium Falcos. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> we just do Rock Me Amadeus <laughs> 30 times. Take a bow. Get the fuck off. Like Mitt Falco Lombardi. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm in Star Fox mode. That's the same guy, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> just Millennium Falco. And we, do, we are a Falco cover band. <laughs> and then the shirt could look like the it's a marquee, but the end has been pulled off. But you can still see like the, where, it, where it used to be. I like I like everything about this Millennium Falco or a Falco cover band. <laughs> we only know like you said. That's the only song he did, right? right? I don't know. I think he, I think he was pretty big in Germany or Austria, but I mean, we got Rock Me Amadeus, which is probably the best, I assume. It. Yeah, yeah, it's probably about it. So we just got the one song we do. We play very short gigs. <laughs> we open for all the other bands by doing that one song. Like Millennium Falco. Let's do it. We good? Millennium Falco? Yes. Okay. Yes. Millennium Falco. All right. Last chance for 12-foot B. Arthur Duty Pinata. <laughs> That's going to be next session. Okay. We're going right. to change this. Eventually. Okay. All right. Okay. So for session one of the game, it will be entitled Millennium Falco versus the World a Scott Pilgrim-inspired game. 
Nice. So I, I am borrowing heavily from everything that is in the world of Scott Pilgrim. So including where Scott and Ramona, where they pull out the katana and they always have the hammer. That is where the soul weapon comes from. Um, so I'm going to be... So that that being said, this is a Scott Pilgrim-inspired game. So if you aren't familiar with Scott Pilgrim, read it, look it up. I've got the books. I will loan you. I'm going to lean heavy in, heavily into those influences. I'm super familiar with Scott Pilgrim. So that being said, I'm going to put out two templates that you can use now that the theme of the game has been laid out. So the first one being vegan. You can play a vegan. Vegans are generally better than most other people. <laughs> but you have to follow a strict vegan diet. So there won't be potions or anything in this game. You will heal from food. Uh, even if you take a short rest to heal from your D10, like D10s that you roll, you have to have some sort of food to do that. Higher quality food will do more D10s or instantaneous like a potion would. You'll heal, heal from food. So if you're a vegan, you have to make sure you're eating vegan food. Per the rules of Scott Pilgrim, you can be tricked. So whether it be an accident or someone messing with you, if you break that vegan diet, you have three strikes for the vegan police come and take away your powers. Three strikes. And that's pretty lenient. <laughs> I think we should all be vegans. I think we could. That's like on average, you get one strike every three games. You, I mean, you almost make it to the end. So that's. But if you lose your vegan powers, it will suck. So you will be very hobbled. So that's that's the risk. Big bit anyway. of big risk, big reward for right. playing a vegan. Well, what's the second template? Be you will be like Ramona and have access to the subspace highway. Americans. So most Americans, I I thought I talked about this. Most Americans do not have access to the subspace highway. But I will if someone wants to have that like Ramona does, you can. But that is also a huge double edged sword because per the rules of Scott Pilgrim. You can be messed with if someone is able to enter your subspace highway. So the benefits are fast travel. You can find one door to the other. It's a very easy getaway. Um, there'll be lots of benefits, storage, escape, trapping enemies. Uh, I am going to treat it sort of like the shadow plane because it makes you travel quicker, but you also don't know what's going to be in there. Uh, someone could infiltrate and mess with your mind. Uh, your subspace highway might connect to other people. So the reason why Scott is obsessed with Ramona, because Ramona's subspace highway runs right through Scott's head. So that's why he dreams of her, sees her, gets obsessed with her. So your subspace might connect to somebody. That sounds and cool. I want to do that. They can, they can mess with you. You can be messed with, but big power Sounds like reward. fun. I'm okay. unfamiliar with Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I've seen the movie and this does not remember... They don't seem to be a plot point. So in the movie, you see at one point when they're on the playground, and then they go through a door where they're just falling through black space, uh, and how she delivers Amazon packages so quickly. Uh, she uses the subspace highway. Oh, all right. So, but I've got the books in there. I will let you borrow. Okay. So you want a subspace highway? Yes. Sign me up for Sounds one good. subspace highway. I'm going to be a vegan. <laughs> Sounds good. So as a vegan. Uh, instead of capping at 20, all your stats will cap at 24. Add four to all your stats. Um, like immediately, right? Immediately, yep. That's pretty okay. That's pretty good. So it's very good, but you have to be, by coincidence, same, very, very careful. I'll, I'll be a vegan too. Okay. That is, that is too tempting. Uh, <laughs> power. It's quite a lot. That is, 
And you guys, as vegans, you are better than most people, and you're going to have to act like it because you're vegans. What do you mean better? Remember, like, <laughs> remember the bass player from the other band? Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is <laughs> that, like, that, you mean that better. Because when you say better in D&D terms, I'm thinking like better is typically lawful good. Oh, no, you're just... A dick. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little bit. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> and My Sweet Wife Has Brought Us Pizza. That's a good band name. <laughs> we can still just do the Falco cover if you want. <laughs> I wasn't aware that that was off the table. <laughs> no, it's very much on the table, forever and always. So, but also being a vegan because you may not have access to as much food to heal yourself if you get hurt. So that's also the downside to it. I'm going to join I'll just Dave subspace. on the subspace highway. Both of you, the sub- just right. subspace you some fruit, some vegetables. That's what we'll do. We'll get. We'll hook you guys. Yeah, up. I like it. Is it too late to change the band name? Are we locked in? Can we be the Josh Voice? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. Now that we've talked Lug about that, laid that out. Let's, <laughs> Lug, Lug me on my day. Let's take a break and eat some pizza. All right, that sounds good. Rug me. All right, pizza break done. All right, so now we'll just we'll go over stats. So everybody can kind of put in their stats and their adjustments and all that, and we'll start building characters. So dwarf comes up first, yes. Miller. So your stats as a dwarf, your constitution score increases by two. Let's see, your speed is twenty five feet. You have dark vision. Yep. You have dwarven resilience, so you have advantage on saves against poison, which means any poison you roll twice and take the best one. And then you have resistance to poison damage. So if you do get poisoned, you only take half damage. And you're proficient with dwarven weapons. So you pick your subtype as well. So you're either a subtype hill dwarf or a subtype mountain dwarf. So a hill dwarf, you would also increase your wisdom by one. And your hit point maximum increases by one. And then one more every time you level up. Or you can be a mountain dwarf and your strength increases by two. And you're proficient with light and medium armor. Hmm. I'm a hill dwarf. Hill dwarf. All right. The next elf. So as an elf, your dexterity score increases by two. Your speed is 30 feet. You have dark vision. You're proficient in the perception skill. You have advantage on saves against being charmed. And you cannot be magically put to sleep. And instead, you don't sleep. You trance which is a sort of a meditative state for four hours a day. And a pretty popular genre of uh, EDM, I think, uh, <laughs> in the early 2000s, you right? You have to play it. Trance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can either, your sub-race, you can either be a high elf, which increases your intelligence by one, and you're proficient with all sorts of bows, and you get a cantrip of your choosing, which is a zero-level spell you can use at will. You can be a wood elf, which is your wisdom increases by one. You have proficiency with long sword, short sword, short bow, long bow. You're faster than most of their elves, so your base speed would be 35 feet, and you can attempt to hide when only lightly obscured or drow lineage. Not heavily obscured. Not heavily, just lightly. Uh, if you're drow lineage, um, your charisma score increases by one. Your dark vision goes out to 120 feet, but you have sunlight sensitivity and would take disadvantage on attack rolls and perception checks that rely on sight when you're in sunlight. We're a goth Falco cover band, right? 
that would make sense if you were if you were gone. <laughs> what subrace sounds good? Um. Who cares? Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like the charisma plus one from the drow, I don't like the sunlight issue. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna be a wood elf. Wood elf. All right. Yes. Sounds good. And then no one is a halfling. Human. I'm one of those. So then Dave, it's so if you're either human traits or variant <laughs> human traits. So if you're regular human traits, all your scores go up by one. All of them? All of them. Your ability <laughs> scores each increase by one. Okay. <laughs> what about strength? It's one of them, yeah. All it's right. Speed, what about wisdom? Speed that- 30 feet. No, not wisdom. No. Or if you're a variant human, two ability scores go up by one. Okay. You gain proficiency in one skill of your choice, and you get one bonus feat. That one. All right. <laughs> I agree that is the better one. <laughs> Do I want all odd ability scores? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or would I rather have a feat? Yeah, I think I'll do that. <laughs> so no one is a dragonborn. No one is a gnome. Only half-orc. Half-orc is. Only a half. No one's a half-elf. Half-orc. Half-orc traits. <laughs> Your strength increases by two, and your constitution increases by one. Your speed is 30 feet. You have dark vision. You're proficient in intimidation. You have relentless endurance. If you're hit, if you're knocked to zero hit points and not killed, you can instead choose to be at one hit point, so you don't drop. And you have savage attacks. Whenever you score a critical hit, you roll your weapon's die an additional time and add that damage. And there are no sub-races for half-orcs. All right, so at this point, then I'll let everybody kind of pass it around and we can look at the, right now you're all your class skills and things. Anybody thinking up names, stories, anything like that, that could delve into your background, which your background also gives you more proficiencies and skills and things like that. So if everybody's still thinking, I will go to the background, sort of call one out and say say what sounds good. Oh, like a... Built-in game background, you mean? Yep. I was going to say. Oh, okay. That's not what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> so your, your background, let's see if I can read through all of them where they're listed. Yeah, because your background determines a whole bunch of things. So it could be, <laughs> let me read through them. An acolyte, so, you know, if your dad was a Baptist minister. Charlatan, criminal, entertainer. What is a charlatan specifically? Uh, charlatan would be a... Roguey individual. Yep. Not like a assassin, but a smooth talker, a con man. Okay. That fits con up. Con woe man. Fits up with what I had in mind. All right. So then that would mean your skill proficiencies are deception and sleight of hand. You gain proficiency in a disguise kit and forgery kit. You have a set of fine clothes. Ooh, fine clothes. Lucky. Say you have a disguise kit. Does it have not so fine clothes in the disguise kit? Probably, yeah. It's a fake mustache. <laughs> I mean, or, or scissors to make your fine clothes not so fine <laughs> clothes. <laughs> Tools of the con of your choice, which is either 10 stoppered bottles filled with colored liquid, a set of weighted dice, a deck of marked cards, or the signet ring of an imaginary duke. Sick ass Duke. I'm gonna go with the cards. All right, marked cards. Oh man, I felt like if she'd went with the signet of the Duke, be like <laughs> the whole Paducah tie-in would have really come in handy. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the the signet ring of the Duke of Paducah. 
and then a go up a, a wallet of fifteen gold pieces. Shit. And then your your <laughs> background feature is false identity. You have created a second identity that includes documentation, established acquaintances, and disguises that allow you to su- assume that persona. Additionally, you can forge documents, including official papers or personal letters, as long as you have seen an example of the document or handwriting you are trying to copy. So I guess you could have your stage persona and then your real life, or however you want to play that. Like Miley. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> See, then there's criminal, entertainer, folk hero, guild artisan. Miller, you're going, yeah, folk hero? <laughs> I'm thinking that. <laughs> that was a vigorous <laughs> nod. <laughs> I feel like I'm, yeah, I could be a folk hero. Hermit, noble, outlander, sailor. So if you work for the marine company. Yeah. <laughs> Soldier, if you were in ROTC in high school. Urchin, that's it. Out- if you live in the outlander. sea. I was going to say, I want to know what Outlander is just because that the, first like thing, the, show. the first thing that pops into my head is like lots of sex with <laughs> You're a very men. sexy Irish. Scot- <laughs> Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> I am going to be a folk hero. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in the wilds, far from civilization and the comforts of town and technology. So you're like Sean McElwain, friend of the show. You have a cabin in the woods somewhere far away. So if you're an outlander, your skill proficiencies are athletics and survival. So you can also be, everyone's proficient with whatever your musical style is. But as an outlander, you can pick to be proficient with one additional instrument. So you can play something besides the bass. Okay. The double bass. (laughs) (laughs) An additional language of your choice? German. Just throwing that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how, how do languages Le- work? Leet. Leet speak? I do like that I'd quite say, a bit. I'd say, I mean, your language, I would even let a programming language go or any real world language. Okay. Or any s- science fiction language. Okay. So Klingon. Dothraki, Dothraki isn't a thing yet, Ferengi. so Klingon, that would be. Okay. You could you live in the woods and watch a lot of Star Trek <laughs> somehow. <laughs> a satellite hookup because I'm proficient in satellite installation. So <laughs> VHS tapes. Uh, you have a staff, a hunting trap, a trophy from an animal you killed, traveler's clothes, and a belt containing ten gold pieces. Your feature is wanderer. You have an excellent memory for maps and geography, and can always recall the general layout of terrain. Settlements and other features around you. You can always find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day, provided the land offers berries, small game, water, you can and eat, so You guys forth. can eat berries? Yes. So long as there's not, like, butter on them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat the berries from the butter bush. <laughs> what was the... <laughs> it's not a butter berries. Strawberry Pop-Tarts and butter in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> what was the clothing? Traveler's Traveler's clothes. How does the gold pieces translate into 2000s <laughs> US dollars? We're just going to pretend that it's it's Scott Pilgrim, so you use gold pieces, silver pieces, and copper pieces. All right. They're the envelopes, uh, they're the envelopes of money of this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be Outlander. Outlander sounds good. Oh, there's also Sage. Hmm. That, that seems that appropriate. 
read it, but I still I like Outlander, but read Sage. Just out of, I'm just out of curiosity. You spent years learning the lore of the multiverse. You scoured manuscripts, studied scrolls, and listened to your greatest experts on the subjects that interest you. So you would gain proficiency in arcana and history, two languages of your choice, basically get a bunch of writing implements. No, I like Outlander better. And then the special is researcher. You could attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore if you do not know that information. It's basically, it's like bardic, bardic knowledge. I'm good with Outlander. I'm doing oh, you said folk hero. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I was not talking to the microphone. You come I am now. from a humble social rank, but you are destined for so much more. Already, the people of your home village regard you as their champion. Vegan dwarf, our so, champion. <laughs> so in high school, were you a, a football player that scored four touchdowns against? <laughs> in a single game against Polk High. <laughs> yep. Was it Polk? No, I've, I've made. He played my, for Polk. He played I, for Polk. I've, I've made my mark on on the local township in other ways. Okay. That sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no one diddles kids like that dwarf. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think you need to share your character's name with everybody. I love that. <laughs> okay. All right. The very the astute listeners know who that is. Yeah, People that. from Paducah are not going to know who Sam Burge is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a folk hero. <laughs> so, are, is your name just Sam Burge, or are you playing no, Sam Burge? <laughs> okay. Kind no, of a folk hero. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. That would be too hard. And <laughs> it might be into some strange and not so socially acceptable territory at some point. Uh, no, but I am going to be a folk hero. So your skill proficient. <laughs> no, no, but I am going to play Sam Birch. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> no, it's so entertainer. I'm Sam Birch. If, if you Clam play, porridge. If, if you play as Sam Birch, you start with a Heward's handy haversack. <laughs> it's your Birch's bag. <laughs> uh, your s- skills are animal handling and survival. Fuck it, I'll play Cal Sisto. Let's fucking do this shit. <laughs> Let's play as the new Steve. <laughs> The WPSBGs. <laughs> we're starting. The, we're starting over. We're starting the episode over. Oh, Nicole Jennifer Rukavina. <laughs> News Channel Six Six Six. <laughs> oh man! Mysterious benefactors enjoying this. Everyone else is very confused. <laughs> That's our local news team, everybody. They mean a lot to us growing up. They sure did. <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> Cal Sisto. <laughs> I'm sorry. Animal handling and what? Survival. You gain proficiency with one kind of artisan tools and a land vehicle. Fuck yes. I like... So that might mean you're the only one that can drive. Like a car? Okay. <laughs> it's a minivan. Please let it be a minivan. <laughs> right. A, a, a circa 2000 Dodge minivan. You have. He's yeah. a drummer, so you have, that you that have totally the makes band sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You have the arrow, the, the, a red Aerostar van there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Aerostar. Brandon's, Brandon's mom's yeah. van. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that one. <laughs> When I first said I wanted to do folk hero, the first thing I almost wrote down was Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your equipment is the set of artisan tools that you're um, proficient with, which can be, I mean, I guess any any sort of blue collar work tools. 
instrument repair. Shit, sure, okay, shit that'll to work. Fix your band, your fan that's right. constantly <laughs> fucking breaking down. A shovel, an iron pot, a set of common clothes, and a pouch or a wallet containing ten gold pieces. I guess a guild in this game, a guild artisan would be a union man. Dave, what sounds good? Local pipe fitters. There you go. <laughs> would now be a good time for me to share my uh, backstory, and then maybe we could figure out what fits. Abs- absolutely. Because I really don't know what fits. <laughs> let me find. Let me find where I wrote that out, which was pulled up, and then now it's not mysteriously. Chili dog with cheese. I do like that. I think I'm going to need to do a quick rewrite on my character. <laughs> you, you sounded like John Mulaney whenever he's talking about Ice Cube. Chili dog with cheese. <laughs> All right, I'm scrolling through a conversation about the Super Nintendo games that you saw at our local. It's close to the top store-ish yeah. <laughs> place. I wouldn't call it a store. It's definitely store-ish. It's definitely a shed. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm playing uh, Lem Bruford, uh, and he has tan skin. Uh, he he definitely fits in with early 2000s Paducah. You saw people <laughs> like this all the time in early 2000s Paducah. Mm-hmm. Tan skin, white hair. <laughs> medium on top uh, wears a rainbow beanie needs glasses to read uh, sometimes wears spiked leather bracelets uh, was born with a tail which was amputated before starting kindergarten he is the son of a uh, narcissist uh, and successful realtor who recently schemed in coalition with five other sinister realtors to purchase a laboratory the property has yet to be sold uh, Lem is the third youngest of his siblings uh, he has five brothers, one sister, and one stepbrother. They were all raised to take what they want and to exploit others. Uh, Lem uh, resists this upbringing uh, and has good intentions, uh, but he struggles with his uh, menacing upbringing. Uh, he's in love with a pink-haired criminal justice major named Jill who works at Quiznos. Uh, they are not together. Uh, he hasn't told her how he feels because she's dating a theater major, a uh, Japanese folklore miner named Scott O'Connor. And he plays the guitaru uh, or bass guitaru uh, if we already had a guitaru. That's it. So what is, what's his background? I think, like no- <laughs> I think you sound like a noble. A noble? All right. No, that, that, that doesn't make total sense. All right. So what do nobles get? A wallet, I bet, with 30 gold. <laughs> Let's see. Your skill proficiencies are history and persuasion. Your tool proficiencies are one type of gaming set. So you could be really good at PlayStation or Xbox. I was about Xbox. to say, it's probably a Game Boy Advance. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's probably That'll a GBA. <clears throat> Language is one of your choice. Ace. English. English, too. <laughs> <laughs> English is back <laughs> on the material plane. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of it. It's called yeah, English, too. English, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, can my second language be state references <laughs> or yep. kids in the hall references <laughs> he speaks in kids in the hall and simpson references simpson, simpson references is pretty good <laughs> uh, sign language you speak you're deaf this is gonna be fun <laughs> dave what are you gonna do sign language. okay cool <laughs> sign, okay, sign language dave could said be a proficiency. <laughs> giving me all of his money <laughs> Let's see, one language of your choice, a set of fine clothes, a signet ring. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sam Burridge, signet ring. (laughs) A scroll of pedigree. So I'll have to figure out how these translate. It's I own a fancy dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, I just called it says you own a fancy tie. Right. Owns a fancy. It's written in like old English style letters. I hereby decree this man doth own one fancy dog. <laughs> little, little Lord Falteroy. <laughs> uh, a purse containing 25 gold pieces. Your feature is position of privilege. Thanks to your noble birth, people are inclined to think the best of you. You are welcome in high society, and people assume you have the right to be wherever you are. Okay. The common folk make every effort to accommodate you and avoid your displeasure. And other people of high birth treat you as a member of the same social sphere. You can secure an audience with a local noble if you need to. Okay. That could be useful. So you can speak to Bill Paxton whenever you want. <laughs> great. Get Bill Paxton on the phone immediately. This is Cal Sisto. <laughs> I got a real problem with how you run the weather around here. <laughs> I like how you guys got fine clothes and we got common clothes. So I'm just imagining you're all dressed in American Eagle and we're wearing Old Navy. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you you have <laughs> seats in the symphony all the time, the Paducah <laughs> Symphony Orchestra. <and> Man, this <laughs> rocks. You live in the pines. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the dwarf is wearing Kleenex boxes <laughs> for shoes. <laughs> How old is everybody? 17. 17. Are you still in high school or you graduated early? Or did you drop out? I was going to say, I dropped out. No, right. I'm not in you school. rogue. I am probably... 19 years old. Okay. A year outside of year high school. You're graduated. Are you taking yeah. a year off to explore? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. That's probably not by choice. So I can't imagine. I can't imagine that Daddy Bruford would let me take you're a, fighting, a year get, off. You're fighting getting your realtor's license? Yeah. Yeah. He wants me to take over the family business. <laughs> Actually, he wants to pit, he's pitting me against my other siblings and then to see who. Uh, yeah. 45? <laughs> oh man, please Please play Sam Burge, please <laughs> Just rolling around with all these kids <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's a really Sam Burge move too <laughs> Who is the silver-haired uh, news guy? Ted Danson oh. <laughs> er- Ernie Tom Hudson? Butler. No, it's Tom Butler, that's it yeah, It Tom is Butler. Tom Butler, yeah I used to run into him at this bar down downtown in Paducah, like when they did the Friday night Saturday night thing. I remember he sat there and got like was taking shots and got drunk on that. <laughs> yeah, I got I met him uh, when I took my first cat that died to the cremation society. He was the guy that like <laughs> that was his son. <laughs> You I read the you? news and burn cats. <laughs> he, well, How much retired. do they pay you at the station? That's <laughs> <laughs> for a raise. Yeah. Oh, no, I just do this for fun. <laughs> he had already retired, so I guess that was his uh, just, gig working yeah, gotcha. for them. Yeah, he was like the receptionist, and he made arrangements for cremations and stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I guess no there's idea. money in it. I'm going to be a freshman in college. Freshman in college, okay. Like 1920. Go to the whatever. local community college, or do you go to... Another college around. Oh, Murray State. Murray State. I All just right. commute back and forth. Okay. In your van. In my which, van. Which you know how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> sounds so much like my actual life. <laughs> I'm basically going to play myself. Just a more exciting version just of Just a more Sam Burridge version of myself. <laughs> 20, what about you, Ian? 25. 25? Okay. Be the old one. Sure you don't want to be Sage? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any other kind of backstories come to anybody? Why Why you might wield the weapons you wield, your soul weapons. And something is more than likely something as 
I mean, everybody at this point in their lives has probably experienced some form of trauma in one way or the other, and some form of either trauma or self-realization or really positive events. Some something you overcame would have triggered you being able to draw your weapon. Like Scott didn't have one until he was able to tell Ramona that he was in love with her, right. and then in the book twice, that's when he gained the katana and was able to fight off Knives' dad. <clears throat> And Ramona, who'd already been through things with Gideon, already had her hammer. Um, I can I can work I can riff a backstory if you'd like. Sure. Of course, I would have had to have been raised as an outlander in Marshall County. Hell yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bitten bottoms. I'm sorry. <laughs> raised out the bitten bottoms, man. Yeah, out down the bottoms, you know. Um, that trailer park by the the cesspool over in Jacksonville. Did you say trailer park? <laughs> trailer park. <laughs> and near the near the LV, <laughs> the LV line. <laughs> there um, is a trailer park outside of Jacksonville that it would smell so bad, like two or three days a week. You know what I'm talking about, Miller? Yep. And they just had a giant open cesspool back there. Oh here. no. Uh, it will be a location in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Raised by my dad in a, in a trailer. Yep. We were very poor. My mom died when I was very young, so it was all up to him. But he was good to me. Took me. Spent a lot of time with me because he was mostly unemployed. Mm. But we got by. Took me hunting a lot. And one time when we were hunting... I hunted for your own food. Yeah, we hunted for our own food a lot. We took care of ourselves. We knew how to do that because there just wasn't the money to, you know, going to the Walmarts was not an option Mm. all the time. So we did a lot of hunting, and once during one of our hunting trips, I was attacked by a bear. And my father shot the bear at the last possible second and saved my life. With his Remington 870 shotgun. Perfect. I now wear a necklace with a bear claw from that bear as my animal souvenir. Love it. uh, On a leather strap around my neck. And I've always just sort of continued to be that guy. Yeah. Always living hand to mouth. But, but, you know. How'd you discover music? Bars. Hanging out with okay. friends, you know, we always had like some growing up. Then this is probably true. There was always a band. We were always playing a little music and having a band. And you know, um, let's say my grandfather taught me how to play piano. Okay, because I get to pick a second instrument. Uh, all right, perfect. And playing piano and bass and piano uh, music aren't all that different to read. So I learned to read that, and I learned to play the bass. And, of course, I joined a local band with some friends, and we played some shows, and I just always sort of loved to play music and be in bands and just just hang out, just that guy. Awesome. But but nice, you know, good good guy to people, you know, easy to get along with. So your, ra- your barbarian rage <laughs> would be your, like, a protective instinct. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. like it. Anybody else? Anything come to you? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get that detailed, but um, had an older brother who was really into music, all kinds of music, so that's where I started to actually like really like music and get into it. Are you a music major at Murray State? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, why not? Because um, you, you were. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. This a lot of this is me. I didn't know if you knew this about you, Miller, but you were a music major for a year. I went to college. (laughs) Damn. And uh, my brother actually played the guitar and the bass guitar, so I tried to learn the drums so I could like play in a band with Mm. him at some point. But he had a friend who was a drummer. And he started playing drums in a band with this guy. So my motivation was to get better and better and better. And one day I was finally like, "Fuck it, I'm trying out for the band." And he's gone. And I beat him. And you know, oh, so so whoever this guy is probably hates you. Probably. All right. Yeah. Good deal. So I I just I just thrown him in that band, but then the band broke up like three weeks later. <laughs> so but I already had my soul symbols at that point, so I didn't give a shit. Man, okay. 12 so foot you, you got that your pinata su- was so good in their prime. <laughs> it was three days. So you got your symbol when you got when you won over and kicked that guy out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And then um yeah, I guess that's that's all you really need as far as having got the. Okay. So we can start to develop more later. Love it. But you guys, go look, you have something. You're making eye contact I with have, me, which you don't usually do unless you have something to say. I have something very specific, but can it be a secret? Sure. I have a secret backstory. Okay. And I've just been in town for a couple of years. Okay. And she seems like a trustworthy individual. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come on an adventure? <laughs> yes. I feel like I feel like it would be my backstory that I have in mind would be best if it came out organically during the game. Okay, send me a message as to what it is. I will. And then we'll, no, okay. you're the it's dark a secret. <laughs> Tyler, no, 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 no. I know that dude. Trust me, he gives me all sorts of money. <laughs> Stop prying, money, please. <laughs> okay, Dave. Yes. Or you already gave me yours. You're the the League of Evil. Realtors. That's that's right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, his weapon is the whip because it's a tool of subjugation. Uh, <laughs> it's not really one that he's chosen. It's one that's been chosen for him. Thrust upon him. Yeah. So, um, and then I guess he honestly just was drawn to music as like some kind of like form of rebellion. So, okay. So, okay. So how, how did your band get together? Four very diverse people. How did it start? Was Craigslist a thing in 20? <laughs> they had like message boards, like at the coffee shop or whatever. You'd like put up put a little tab. Bass player wanted. Right, yeah. So yeah. one of us put up an ad, and the other one's answered. I think that's good. Okay. Who put up the ad? Who started the band? Me. There you go. Because I got. Because I just. I always wanted to be in a band. My band broke up. Everybody moved off or did whatever they or. They got married and didn't have time anymore to come and have practice, and I wanted to start up a band, so I put a flyer up Casey's. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> and I had my band had just broke up after I successfully dethroned the, the previous at, drummer. At Casey's. Yeah, at Casey's. It was a battle of the bands kind of kind of situation. Perfect. There. And, and uh, Lem was a big fan of the twelve foot B. Arthur Dudu pinata. <laughs> So he, obviously he was at their farewell show. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. So then you, when you got into town, you just saw the. All right, that's the thing to do. Um, yeah, I saw it, and I'm trying to establish my own personality, trying to come into my own. Perfect. So where where are where do you rehearse? There is a abandoned school in downtown Paducah. It's been abandoned for as long as I can remember, and I've lived here a very long time. It's on Broadway, and I cannot for the life of me remember it, but behind that is this old brick building that has a gigantic chimney for some reason, but there's no, like, it's not like a crematorium or something. It's just a... (laughs) 
be pretty cool if it was. <laughs> it be, we'll just say that it is. <laughs> now we figured out how Tom Butler works into the story. <laughs> but I told you my See, character's name yet. Get out of here. Are we practice here? Get out of here, Tom Butler. Stop burning shit. Stop burning bodies, dude. <laughs> anyway, anyway. There's a building behind there, and it's the weirdest little building, but it's just one big open room. And that's where Thick as Thieves practiced. Oh, and okay. And it was ideally well-suited for band practice. It was a room, it was just, it was a brick building, one room behind this giant, creepy, abandoned school. Maybe that's where we practiced. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I also live there. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were say, behind that school. It's my trailer. All right. <laughs> I'm writing down a, Ian's house. <laughs> have a trailer next to the, like not a, not like a single wide, like a the kind that gets pulled behind my truck. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, but you don't actually live in that. You just use the bathroom in it. Yeah. There's not one in the other building. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It's coming together. It's all coming together nicely. Uh, let's see. Anything else that we should cover pre-game? So the, so we are we going with so you're primarily a rock band. So saying that you're working, you right now you really mastered Rock Me Amadeus as a band. <laughs> Knocks them dead every. Should time. we should we talk about where we're from, like where in town we live? Per, yeah, let's do it. That can point uh, make some touchstones for us. I live where I just said. In the crematorium. In the, in the, crema- the abandoned crematorium yeah. behind the abandoned school. <laughs> <laughs> really, mm. I'm painting a picture here. <laughs> Our thriving downtown. <laughs> Anyone else? I okay. Where in town do you live? I, around Lone Oak, probably. Okay. It's a good place, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's good like, area. It's a yeah. good area. You like got access, quick access, it's pretty Wendy's much. Well, down there. it's on the side good of the county. Good Wendy's. Yeah, it's on hard the... to get out of that Wendy's. It's very hard to get out of that Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you go to that Wendy's, you might wait, wait fifteen fucking minutes trying to get out of there. <laughs> it's it's closer when I'm having to commute back and forth to Murray to be in Lono because you just take forty five yeah. down to Mayfield. There you go. Take the bypass. Yeah, that's true. So it's convenient. Where do you live, Nicole? I live in a tiny, crappy rental house north of Noble Park. Okay, it's a rental house. Rental house. Okay. North of Noble Park. She okay. lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live in a... I mean, you, you mentioned the Pines earlier. Sounds about right. So just a really big-ass... Heather Hills. Heather Hills sounds probably <laughs> even better. Do, in, do Heather Hills. That'll okay. be, for your class, that would be more appropriate. Heather Hills, it is. All right, well, good deal. Do they... How much do you know about each other? Like, how long has your band... Mm, I, I feel like... I know Sam Burridge because I was a big, I'm a big fan of his music. Uh, and the, his former band. Slumming it at KC's to rebel because no one's going to know you there. Yeah, and I don't know that he necessarily even... And they're not going to ID you. You can just get in. Yeah, I, 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 and I don't even necessarily think that Lem really even considers it slumming. I mean, mm. you know, like he doesn't view it as that. Yeah. It's just kind of he's having fun. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that Lem's a big fan of... Was a huge fan of 12-foot... B. Arthur, Dudu Pinata. 
I'm so glad that I didn't say anything about that being the name of the band, but I'm damn glad you did. Uh, so I think that I mean I, I feel like I've probably you know try to chat you up you know as often yeah. as I possibly can just because I'm a I'm a fan of of the music that you guys make. Uh, and then, I mean, I think it would make sense for us to have been like playing together long enough to like be proficient at playing together and playing, like you said, at least Rock Me Amadeus, if not a few <laughs> other songs. But I think for me, it's the the whole relationship at this point is much more just transactional. Like I'm not like we're playing in a band. I don't really like. Yeah, you seem like nice folks, but I don't give a shit. So I mean, I'm. I've got you are Sean Miller. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta go back, back to Marshall County so I can hang out with all my friends that are still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> go to go to prom for the sixth time. <laughs> now, okay. my buddy Tyler's playing D and D tonight. So I'm, go. <laughs> I'm assuming that you got into KC's with one of your many fake IDs. Of course, because you said you were 17. Right, 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 right. right. Okay, yeah. If they checked for ID. So <laughs> when so we're also going to do yeah. she's only 17 by winger. Like we're also Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. That's... When did you guys become vegans? I am a lifelong vegan. Oh, okay. Veteran vegan. Vet veg. About you. Uh there was a girl I liked that was vegan, <laughs> so I basically only did it so that I could get with her. She turned out not to care, but at that point I realized I liked kale, so I just kind of <laughs> Okay. Just kind of stuck with it. All right. I think realizing that you like kale is like the least believable thing of any of our <laughs> stories. What? I don't give a shit about you guys. Give me some kale. Kale fucking rocks. I like kale. <laughs> Not enough I've to ever, be a vegan. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever actually eaten kale in my life. Yeah, kale's good. I mean, not by itself. You gotta like put good shit. No, in I imagine there. you taking it off the buffet at Pizza Hut. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to reference the Pizza Hut kale <laughs> right before you I said did, that. I didn't realize the Pizza Hut had kale. Oh yeah, all around their old ass. Before the kale craze, oh, really? Pizza Hut was the largest purchaser of kale in My the country. My goodness, what a strange piece of information you That's have like, there. It's a <laughs> kale of a tail. <laughs> It's a whale of a kale tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. <laughs> so, oh, hail. Our two <laughs> subspace highway users. Yeah. So, I would imagine, I don't know how long you've noticed you have that ability. Because uh, you can find doors or maybe even like your backpack, something like that can give you access. You'll generally notice a door that you can use as a subspace highway door by a star on it. Only you guys can see it. Only you can access it. Uh, I imagine there's probably a MIRC channel for people that can. So Perfect. That's not where I found out about it, but, <laughs> but I like that. I like to think that I found out about it early on, uh, hunting and gathering and, um, you know, being able to cover much more ground than I should have. Yeah, uh, and you probably also have to hunt things in it because there, there, there are weird things in it. But okay. for the most part, it's fantastical and almost comforting. But you also never know what you're going to run into. What about you, Lim? Mm. Um, I I think like he discovered it one time when like he was probably young, probably like six years old, 
And like, um, I'm sure everybody here has experienced this. When you get yelled at real good, and you go to your room and you play with the fucking springy doorstop thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think he, uh, when he was playing with that, uh, he noticed um, for the first time like a like a small door in his like in his room mm-hmm. uh, that he uh, was able to fit through. So probably probably since he's like uh, kindergarten, first grade. Okay, because usually, I mean, your your thoughts can kind of sculpt sculpt the road that you travel in it and then you can find other other doors that exit to sometimes sometimes you can manifest it sometimes they're you have to keep going till you find you, one now i need to do ask you, do you keep like one of those little those little twingy things around is that like a component for you using it like you just have to hold it and flick it a few times no i don't think so i mean probably like first few years you know and then he kind of got the feel of it you know it's kind of like um you know uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, first few years for sure. <laughs> does does your subspace run through anyone's mind? Is there anyone that? It'd be hella convenient if it ran through Ian's. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, is it absolutely ridiculous that two of us have it? Because if that is the case, then I can not have it. And or I'm fine I can. I don't care. No, I, I would my, say it's probably pretty rare, but I don't think it's crazy. My que- well, and you know, it's karma. We got brought together. Maybe this is something. But I do have a question. True. You could have run into each other in it, and your your subspace is intersected. Let's develop that. I have S Mark too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we did meet. I in, like that in, in subspace, but didn't realize that we were like maybe. I thought you were an imaginary friend or something that was in there. You know what I, I do mean? love the idea that we were each other's imaginary friends. Yeah, and, and then, then we and then meet and later. Later. <laughs> I like that. I do like that a lot. So we already kind of know each we other. We already, but we, but we didn't we, realize we, we, we knew Yeah, each other. we need to realize it slowly. Yeah, oh, not yeah. like immediately yeah. when we. I'm not it's going so to familiar. be. I'm not going to be super <laughs> forthcoming about the fact that I can. Travel through it's, subspace. It's, if if you've been on, because I will say that probably the best way to know about it would be a chance something like a very elusive MIRC channel where people, few people that have it, will talk about it. Letting someone else into your subspace is a big deal. Giving them that knowledge of where it is or bringing them in with you because you're vulnerable to them messing with it, and. If it runs, it can run through other people's minds. It can intersect so people can dream about you and recognize you. Or like Scott was I a, saw obsessed with Ramona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just because he had, honestly, in the books, there's no reason for Scott and Ramona to date. There's no reason for them to be attracted to each other. So it all kind of relies on Scott having her subspace running through his mind. So you well, could have either made enemies through it because you you can also manipulate people like that if it runs through their mind but by the same token if somebody can get in yours and it can affect your memories and uh your biases they they can really mess with you like Gideon could get into Ramona's and that's how he messed with her and basically enslaved her so big power but big risk as well my question is when this subspace door is visible to me mm-hmm. is it visible to him are the doors fixed or are they my doors and he's got his doors i'd say you each have your own individual doors uh that you can't see unless you 
you could show him your doors. Okay. And then you could show each other your doors. But these two couldn't other. see it. They they couldn't unle- until they're inside. Okay, so I can take them with me yep. through the doors. Yep. But they they wouldn't know what I was doing. They wouldn't know wouldn't until the like door. the door opened and okay. you guys would just see a blank weird space of space. Okay. Is there only one door? Or are there a front <laughs> the front door and a back door? Even What's your favorite door? <laughs> Do they show each other their back door? <laughs> Did you Is ever <laughs> take your shoes off in the mud room? <laughs> Did you ever see the movie The Adjustment Bureau? Mm-mm. That's the one where they all had the certain kind of hats. They, wear all, they all wear fedoras, and they're all sort of monitoring human humans and helping things to go and work out the way they're supposed to go. So, like, if this guy's on a bus and he's not supposed to be, they will make something happen that gets him off the bus. And they control human destiny. But they travel through these doors. They can make a door go anywhere. So, like, Doctor Strange style. Like, they can open a door and walk out into the middle of... Chicago from LA. Yeah. And that's the way I, I would. Well, I would say you can manifest one, but it's very, very hard. Okay. I'll figure out a check. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, okay. they kind of appear where they need to appear. Got it. Got it. Like remember, Ramona was able to do it, and that's how she would manifest them and deliver Amazon packages very quickly from place got to place. It. I think it was it Fringe. Did you watch Fringe? Yeah. I've heard of it. Didn't they, there was a guy like that in there, the dude in the gray suit that came around and they would point him out in historical yep. sort of a similar. Yeah. I thought that was something you may have actually yeah. seen. But, I mean, but you never know who can who can use this and who can't. Well now, does everybody have the the subspace or whatever? No. So like he can't come into my subspace because I don't have one. No, no, he can, he can... Unless his subspace runs through your consciousness. Or my, oh, okay. So that is... Cause it, it, cause I guess it, it subspace in general can run through people's consciousness, but not everybody can access them, and only individual paths would connect to a certain people. But it's possible that somebody could affect our consciousness the same way they, they do. could yes. affect theirs. Yes. And we wouldn't even know what the hell was happening. You, yeah, you, they might, would you probably... might just see a stranger in your dreams. Yeah, okay. Like you might, you might, if someone is actively like in your subconscious like that, yeah, you might just, you might recognize them in a crowd. You've never seen them before. You know this person or you have a disposition toward this person. Gotcha. I'm in your dreams. I seem to have lost my face, Sam Burridge. <laughs> <laughs> Mind if I borrow, borrow yours? yours? <laughs> <laughs> And that's a reference no one's gonna get. Hey, that was just for us. <laughs> so, like I said, because uh, money will be a thing where you'll have to buy food to heal. You have to go through McDonald's or not these two. Oh, there's these nothing. Two. Oh, Midtown Market. <laughs> that's not, not open yet. yet. Myricks is what Myricks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been here. That was a long a, time. It's a car accident uh, adjacent to Myricks. Back in high school, mm. mm-hmm. but you—I mean, you guys will need good uh, perception, passive perception, because somebody might have a bacon bit in one of your salads, or mm. so it's—it's it's the—it's the maintenance because even if it's a trick or an accident, it counts. The strikes come against you. I mean, I'm a ranger. <laughs> I should be able to forage for butterberries. Butterberries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you out in that regard too. 
So you can also uh, I'll also give the vegans uh, the cantrip farhand. So you have a five pound telekinesis, which will you know as you get stronger and more dedicated to your veganism, it'll grow stronger. You know, Todd could punch holes in the moon. But all in all, so what do we have? Names? Do we have official names? I I do. I have a first name. What do we got? What's what's your name, Ian? Kenneth Van Buren, but I go by Kenny. One of the oh, Van Buren boys. Shit, we should have. Yeah, we should have named the band the Van Buren boys. <laughs> Damn that could it! Be episode two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you, Nicole? Uh, I'm Elizabeth, but I go by Liz. <laughs> Good deal. And then Lim. Lim Bruford. Sam Burridge. Sam Burridge. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I was going to drop that, then Dave kept calling me Sam Burridge. Is this, is this a parallel world where you are Sam Burridge or the Sam Burridge that we know? No, no, no. It's or actually is, is me. Is there also another Sam Burridge? Oh, yeah. Sam Burridge is still out there. You're just coincidentally also named Sam Burridge. Yep. I think right. I'm a... I, I know I keep mentioning Sam Burridge. Are you Earth 616's Sam Burridge? And this is, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Fine. I don't know. Just because of, you know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it's all right. <laughs> I'll be Cal Sisto then. <laughs> My, much cleaner record. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even have a name. I'll come up with something. Lionel. I can't say Legolas. <laughs> no, wait. Sorry, I got sorry, I got squeamish on that Sam Burge stuff. All of a sudden, I've just been thinking about stuff and it's like, oh yeah. no, man. No, you're right. Who knows what the fuck could happen? Yep. <laughs> Five years from now. Yep. <laughs> all right, I think we've got everything we need for session one. All right. So um, I'll just fill in, I guess, this character sheet based on Warlock and be ready for that. Perfect. Okay. Sounds good. Well, who would, what, if, as Warlock, what is your infernal patron? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, that's, Sam Burridge. So that's why I'm like, definitely Sam Burridge. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. way. In that case, I'm going back and I am going to be Sam Burridge <laughs> because you really like my music. <laughs> Can I use this? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Paxton Media Group, your infernal, your infernal patron. I, I don't think so. The Sun. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Yeah, I don't know how to think about it. Okay. I don't know because I mean I'll fill in I'll fill in ability scores and skills and all that and then when I come back I'll let you know how about that okay I gotta think so about I'm it I'm trying to think of Paducah folklore I am too I was thinking like, like what, mo- what was man. Noble Park uh, <laughs> yeah they had torn down the Irvin Cobb stuff <laughs> uh, you go to the Irvin Cobb Hotel and the ghost of Irvin Cobb is there uh, what about uh, <laughs> pretty good pretty good that's pretty good um, <laughs> 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 what about Unga Bunga Music? <laughs> Is that still around, isn't it? Nah, he closed. Uh, they moved him. around a whole bunch, they did, right? And then finally, he, finally they're done. He finally done. got done and mm. said, I'm, I'm out. He was a good guy. Rusty, yeah. Rusty Klutz was his name, hmm. the guy that ran that shop store. Good, good dude. Real good dude. <laughs> Nicole's Grimace. <laughs> it's an unfortunate name. It is. Well, and it's spelled K L U T T S, not Klutz, like with a Z. 
Z. Yeah, yeah. The, the cool way. Yeah. <laughs> he got the the how to learn cool. magic klutz books way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else was... The Smith Mansion was always a real haunted thing. What they ended I'm, un, up, what I'm ended unfamiliar up, with the Smith that's Mansion. That's what ended up becoming Whitehaven. And really? There was always a rumor that Smith Mansion was haunted. And so when we were kids, there was a number you could dial on the phone... And it would play like this noise. And they always said that they made up this story about how this crazy woman killed her baby in the Smith Mansion and all this stuff. That was always big, big folklore around here back then. The ghost at Gravity Hill that pushes all the cars. Yeah. All the the handprints. Yeah. Hey, there was a ghost at C.C. Cohen. They swore that. Yeah, that's right. I do remember that. (laughs) It's now Shandy's. No, right. Shandy's closed. Shandy's, Shandy's closed. is closed. Yeah. Okay. It was terrible. It, it was, was terrible. Awful. I never, I never went. I don't know why I was, it was so surprised. Really awful. It was a good place to go drink, but yeah. food was disgusting. It was not good. But yeah, the CC Cohen's ghost was, was always a good one. I'm, I'm liking the Urban Cobb ghost. Yeah, <laughs> Urban Cobb's a good one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to brush up on my Irving You would be for me to become Irving Cobb. <laughs> this, po- this podcast is going to be like five hour long sessions of me role playing with you. That's Irving Cobb. We're just like going over like your, your writings. <laughs> now, what did you mean here? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't want power. I just need to understand. <laughs> Your prose is interesting, Mr. Cobb. <laughs> Alvin Barkley was the vice president of the United States. He lived here. Yes, I've seen his, uh, I wouldn't call it a statue. What would you call that? Some kind <laughs> of like plaque a- or something? What is that? A monument? monument? Yeah. yeah. He, he is my, he, Alvin Barkley is my youngest son's great-great-grandfather. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. They're descendants of his. Her, my my ex wife's family are Barclays. I do. I talked to the ghost of Alvin <laughs> Barkley through that statue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm Irving sorry. Cobb's better. I'm sorry. I'm still on that Urban Cobb. Urban Cobb going trip. to the Urban yeah. Cobb in the hotel and going up to his suite yeah. where he is. And yeah. You see him in there, his ghost smoking a cigar. I'm liking that. Writing, writing books. Well, I have to. The hard part's going to be like determining what kind. Because, like, aren't there I different types? I hope he's types? a real shitbag. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look into it, but man, I hope he's a real shitbag. I don't think I don't think that he was. Uh, Urban, uh, we don't really use that term anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to different. I have to heavily censor any interaction you have with Urban. Uh, yeah, look, uh, Urban. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but no. <laughs> It ain't like that no more. <laughs> the bush on some Sabina red kid. <laughs> we got like, I'm trying to think of all the things that were important in Paducah in 2000. I mean, they're oh, I've got my, I've got my research cut out for me to make sure. I I, I do remember there were two count them two strip clubs in Paducah <laughs> at that time. Yeah, they were Regina's both one, Regina's. And Regina's, Regina's and Regina's two. two. Yep, Regina's two was the good one. <laughs> that was the one next to the country castle, right? That was no, no Regina's that was one. Two. That was one. two is in that creepy right. place fantasy where like fantasy, fantasy world, world yeah, is yeah. now, yeah. Which is now it's like a bar, it's just a, a bar weird now. bar. Don't like, know shit about Irving Common. Talk to you about that. 
<laughs> all of us were like, yeah, that was that one. That was that one. <laughs> I never went because I was too young. But I always remember them talking about Regina's and Regina's too. And like, like when I was in high school, it was open, and there were always like, these rumors about like Regina's two is the prostitutes, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> well, the difference was that Regina's two dancers were fully nude, and uh-huh. and but the cool thing about that place, besides the fully nude women. Was the all you can eat shrimp? <laughs> don't, don't eat the don't ghost eat that. of Urban Cobb. Don't eat that shrimp. <laughs> That's where I commuted with yes. Urban Cobb. Uh, <laughs> notorious, notorious were his hours at the stage, just smoking a cigar. No one else could see him. Of you course, need power, kid. <laughs> Tossing ghost dollars onto the stage. Uh, no, the cool one of the cool things about that place though was you could bring your own beer. And they would keep it behind the bar for you. That and seems like a money loser <laughs> for them. I don't understand. It is. I don't. You didn't have to pay like. Yeah. See, I've gone to one where you paid. I think you had to pay like a set fee, like ten like bucks or something, mm. to get them to hold your beer behind the bar. But they would do that, and then you could just go up to the bar and get. They would have to give it to you. Someone did not have a liquor license. You. I'm assuming. <laughs> like, yeah. No. That may have been. Ah, you could buy drinks there. So I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. Mm. It is weird, but yeah, that was one of the. Wonder why they're not open anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would probably still be open, but I think the conservative, the conservative movement in this town sort of moved in on them. And well, that's how them what the, the the pony the over pony. Metropolis, like God, they, that was the only place thriving in Metropolis, and they shut it down. Yeah, because it was not wholesome, because mm-hmm. it was bad. So yeah, the strip clubs don't do super well around here. The one we have well, is pretty awful. There's one now? <laughs> yeah, it's over by the Country Castle. It's where Regina's one oh. used to be. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's not Regina's anymore. It's like oh, incognito is what it's called, I think. Hmm. But yeah. I'm going to have to not make a great the, place ig- to go. the igloo. Will, yeah. will be a uh, be a subspace door for both of you. The igloo, yeah, the igloo. at the Napa Auto Parts. <laughs> yeah. Um Nice. Wasn't that's what that always was? It was a subspace. Well, uh, is that the one just before, just over the belt line? Yeah, yeah. Just before was, you go, or I think it's gone now. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Which, they tore it. Down. Oh my god, it? it's fucking gone. Yeah, was, just it, a, was no, it really? Was it, <laughs> oh, no. was it really small? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. tiny, man. It was, it was like, fucking weird <laughs> as well, shit. My, my my memories were god damn it, it's gone. Getting mixed up because there was yes, a restaurant. There was a random ass igloo, right? In a shitty side of Paducah, they didn't even, and no one knew what it they was. They didn't even give us the opportunity to buy it or anything. <laughs> it's just gone. You know what I mean? Nothing in its place. It's just gone. I feel like they should have au- auctioned that or something. Cause <laughs> it was a fucking Napa Auto Parts for a while. <laughs> well, yeah. the, but the, the, the Napa Igloo. It was. But I know that's what the... But the store behind it was, <laughs> but that also was? I think it was. I think they used that thing. That thing's See, so I thought it was small. like a salon. Like a weird ass... Oh, maybe it, it was. It looks like one of... It looks I remember like, looking inside it just being filled with boxes. <laughs> That's all. That's it, it looks like a moisture Crowded farm on Tatooine is what it looks like. <laughs> it was right down from skinheads. Yeah. Right? yeah they had good, good breakfast. Mm-hmm. That'll be open. That'll be a thing you guys can go to. That yes. sounds like a Nazi. Yeah, not a great name. But <laughs> no. Not a great name, but pretty good food. Yeah. It had been around since like the forties. I mean it the, the term as we know it wasn't applicable then. 
but just it was a guy, just, just a, a guy with a shaved a, head. Uh, no, it was, short order. Breakfast that was his name, place. Daniel Skinheed. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your character's name? <laughs> I'm the I'm the heir to the Skinheed. <laughs> you, get, you get really offended when anyone calls it skinheads. <laughs> The name Skinny. is Dumas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> People that listen to this are gonna have to, are gonna get an education in Paducah. In weird ass Paducah. <laughs> We're shit. sorry. Yeah. I think, I the, think the it's quote unquote it's... people that are gonna be <laughs> the so called people <laughs> who are listening to this. That's what we gotta keep the weird shit so it's interesting. <laughs> like everybody's like, "On Igloo, what the fuck are they talking about?" Okay. All right. Bob's drive-in. That's the oldest drive-in in Kentucky. Home of the Fiesta Burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full heel, the Fiesta Burger. It's right over there but by that Taco vegan. John's on the <laughs> south side. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Ginger and pickles. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Yeah, that was big in 2000. Oh, what is that? Okay, idea. so this was a bar that was half of, like, like KC's with pool tables and yeah. stuff. And the other half was a dance club. Is this on the south side? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right I know where, the- like, right in front of Walmart on the corner right there. I don't know what's there now, but it was... Uh, it was. I love it, how confused the goal was. I'm like, trying to like, I'm like, where Walgreens is? Yes. Nope. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, at, it's at the corner there. Like, you turn to they, go downtown or whatever. Like, yeah, they tore it down and built the Walgreens. But yes, <laughs> yeah. that's where it was. That corner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and it was like ginger pickles. Ginger and pickles was known for its. I mean. Shit would get crazy in there. I mean, some weird messed up shit would go on in there. I mean, there was people getting high. There was just the dance floor would have like just putting acid. two asterisks around ginger and pickles. <laughs> that place, the dance floor in that place would get like just crowded asses to elbows. I mean, everybody was now, groping everybody else. I, I went in there a couple times and would it's sit like the back Matrix and, Two in there. It was like the remember the rave at the beginning of Blade. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't. Yeah, there was this rave at the beginning of Blade. Yeah. And a bunch of vampires all crowded. It was, yeah. it was like that in there all the time. Only. Except just blood. Just <laughs> no people. They just didn't, no, they didn't blood. rain blood down on them. There were, there were two other similar places, but that weren't quite the hedonistic fantasy land that Ginger Pickles was. <laughs> it God, sounds wild. Going down towards the Beltline, um, the... the Paducah Warehouse Furniture, I think, is right by it. And then there was one of them is like a. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's it w- like a tattoo place now. <laughs> one of them's a tattoo place, and the other one is like an actual like event center. Or I played kind. a show there once. Yeah, with thieves actually. But one one of them I know had like the interior was like a New Orleans theme in there, but I can't remember the name. But we used to go. When the I was other one looked like there's a, a little bitty tattoo place over there, but there's a bigger tattoo place. That's where I got my tattoo. That's not a tattoo. It's place one with anymore. all the. Gr- it's the, a daycare the, the now. Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Oh, yeah, this is a daycare now. The little bitty tattoo oh. place is now like really popular for doing. Um, I mean, yeah. Yep. Eyeliner. Listen, that's where I Melissa got, my, got hers. T- I oh. got my tattoo at uh, Jolly Roger. Did Hank do yours? No. Um, a guy named Alex did mine. Okay. Hank and Alex <laughs> tattoo guys. <laughs> Jolly Roger had a really good reputation in town. Dude, Hank was the man. I went to school closed. with him, and he I was lucky to get him to do mine. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, he was hard to get time with anyway. 
But since we knew each other from high school, he worked me in. And mine wasn't difficult. He was able to knock it out pretty quick. But, yeah, that, Jolly Roger was the shit. They were a good, good place. Southside is probably the mo- one of the more interesting parts of this town, for real. <laughs> What's that oh, one, yeah. the building that has been so many different failed clubs on Southside? Beside uh, the pickle, oh, well, the one that's over there on right? by Taco John's. It was John's. like Craw Daddy's. Oh, yeah, that's the place I was. That's the place that had the uh, the, the oh the ice box, the New Orleans theme. That place. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I knew the one right behind Taco John's over there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I knew a guy as the crow flies who bought who bought that place. I remember you opened, saying this. Yeah. His name was Tony, and he opened a and painted it black, right? I think so. And he opened was a, one day that building was just like, yeah. wow, that, has that building always been just it's completely such a weird black? building? I remember, yeah. I remember being crowded when I was like six, but that's that's it. Otherwise, but, it's just been one business yeah. up the other that no one's ever at. Well, and he he bought it and turned it into a nightclub. And he DJ'd in this, and he's a really, really good DJ. Like he can do all the beat matching and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, but man, we go in there, and there'd be nobody in there. But Tony would be up on the platform, just going crazy and doing his thing. I'm like, <laughs> it, it didn't last, unfortunately. Like most, that's do, a don't. tough spot. It really yeah, is. That a is a place. tough yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, what's the guy's name that used to do all those commercials? Uh, it was a car dealership, and he did the commercials <sighs> in the morning. Go, well, he Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah, Rick Flair. Uh, no, he but he didn't like. I knew a girl who worked at WPT. Mike Smith, and she's. Are you about Larry Stovesan? Larry Stovesan. He didn't get a breath. He does still does those commercials. He, does, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't stop. Like he doesn't plan for them. Like they show up with a camera. And he's like, all right, let's go. All right, now we got this uh, camera over here. We get it's a great car, six nine ninety nine. We'll look at that, and over here we no, got no, because he'll uh, say shit like looks, it has uh, doors. Yeah. <laughs> it, has, it has all the buttons. That's what he says. It says it has all the buttons, all the things. And then one on one commercial, this one's on YouTube. You can find it. Uh, he's like going through the list of cars he's got, and then we've got this uh, Scion X box over here, <laughs> just just winging it the whole time. That yeah. dude was like, these will be fun show notes where I try to find day. all these places. <laughs> <laughs> Mill Springs was open back then, right? Yep. Uh, yes, I believe it was. It was either open or had just closed, but I th- okay. I think it was open. Perfect. Paducah's Perfect. theme park. When would we get uh, hired to play Paducah Tillman's uh, prom? <laughs> we all have to go get tuxedos at Mr. Penguin's. <laughs> yep. Talk to Vinny. Over to Vinny's. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we did not have live music. That would have been great. Hmm. Nope. Just did you have DJ. your prom like in your high school gym, or did you? No, no. we did it at the Civic Center. We Same. always Tillman always had their prom at the JC Civic Center. Nice. Um, it's okay. It's Upgrade right. from the cafeteria, right? Like that. we had ours oh, in our yeah. cafeteria. Kind of. It's kind of weird. Our cafeteria ceilings were like this high. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not easy to have gatherings in there. So w- uh, and they weren't letting us use the gym because basketball is too important, and they weren't well, going to yeah, mess up the yeah. floor. Well, the floor—they were very proud of those floors. Yeah, they yeah were. there's no sh- <laughs> no way they're fucking those up. Did you guys, when you went to Tillman, did you have the blue room or did you just yeah, have? Yeah, we had the blue room. The blue room was nice and spacious. It was, but yes, the regular it, the, cafeteria okay. was like weirdly. It was like a Hobbit. Our school, our high <laughs> school, <laughs> had Paducah Dillman had two. Had a cafeteria proper with the kitchen, and you could go get trays, in line, the and get the trays, and get deal. your lunch, and all that stuff. Right across the hall from there was another uh, room called the Blue Room, and it was it like had, an auditorium at one point, right? 
I think so. Because there was a stage and everything. Yeah. It was a weird... And then... But I, you could go in there and get... A, every day, if you were... If you had the money, you could go in there and get a hamburger and French fries, and they had an ice cream machine in there, and you could you could get alternate food, but it was more expensive than the standard cafeteria food or whatever, and that's where mm. all the cool kids hung out. It's blue room. It's nicer in there. It was nicer in there because, like I said, the ceilings in the regular cafeteria. Were <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like six like foot hobbits. one, and I'm like hitting my head on this. Thing. I ate in the cafeteria every day, copying math homework. <laughs> <laughs> I would go into the cafeteria and get my food because it was cheaper, yeah, and then take it over to the blue room and eat. They had it. They had it different. It was set up different when I was there. This is great fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm saying it'll be an interesting education into the area we're from. Local local town stories and weird happenings and weird places. I think it, I think it'll be good. I'm excited, and I'll have to Ian. I'll have to pick your brain for a lot of yeah. I got places you, bro. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a uh, chicken on Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Chicken Tuesdays. I don't remember Chicken Tuesdays. It's a big fucking deal. It's why I remember it because it was like we would all look forward to Chicken Tuesdays. Now they did bring in pizzas every Friday, like Domino's pizza. They started doing that, selling that a. For like a buck a slice, yeah. Or something. We did. We they had that going too, and yeah. then like they started bringing in Chick Fil A, yeah. And then like um, it started out as like only Fridays, and then I think they were like, "Holy shit, we're making lots of money! <laughs> Chick Fil A every day." <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Marshall, we just bought rolls. Kids would on roll day just have a tray, bring in ten bucks and just fill a tray up with rolls. Ten bucks. Oh yeah, because it was like twenty five a piece, twenty five cents a piece, and they would just buy. Gotcha, oh, ten dollars worth of rolls. Yeah. Right, it's like forty fucking rolls. It's the only right thing there, Melissa right? would eat in that cafe, growing up. See, coming from a small school, our lunch ladies made everything like from scratch, mm. and so wow, so That's... almost everybody ate the school lunch. There were very few. There were like ten that... of you. Yes. So it's like we'll, we'll just make him some sandwiches. <laughs> that's pretty. Awesome. Was the food good? It was good. Yeah, I, I, mean, I ate every day. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. But it, I was laughing when you were saying. I think it might have been an auditorium because there was a stage. Because like our cafeteria was also an auditorium. They called it the multi-purpose room, and it also had uh, basketball, basketball goals. <laughs> yeah, I know those schools. I went to a couple of those. I know exactly where so, you're talking. So about. that's the room where we had prom, but it's also the room where we ate lunch every day. Gotcha. It's also the room where we had all our assemblies. It's also the room where they had basketball practice. I don't so. know if you know this or not, but I feel like you need to know that Lou Jaton actually has a band. Oh yeah, yes. Six Forty One South is yeah. the name of the band. Yeah. Do we need to know that? <laughs> so we, might, we might be back to Sam Burge and Kelsey's the weekend. We might have to message Lou Jaton on Facebook. <laughs> Make a special appearance uh, as, a, as a villain. I have, his, I have his email address if you want me to reach out to him. Because <laughs> no, okay. yeah, I used to send ads to him every week for work. So <laughs> We can get him on the show. I bet he'll do it. It won't be it's awkward for anybody. <laughs> now, what is this you guys are doing? <laughs> Is this a radio thing? <laughs> yeah, it's computer radio. It's totally legit. It's fine. <laughs> so do you want me, the band to set up now? or No, no, just, no, no, no. Just tell me, if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Glabrazoo? <laughs> what you got to worry about is if he answers. <laughs> I mean, no, not that. Not that. <laughs> 
Luchadon also uh, a, a news personality that also has a band in town. <laughs> Lou, would you fuck a drider? <laughs> Poor Lou. <laughs> so you'll learn all about local Paducah trivia during this D&D game. I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys for playing, making your characters. This is going to be good. I'm very excited to DM again. It's been a minute. Yeah, man. For sure. Pumped. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find this is session zero, character creation. Next week we'll do session one. If everybody if everybody's good next Thursday. I'm good. If not, if something falls through, it'll be Wing Commander. Yep. I think I'm good next week. Cool. Let's do it. I'm already booked for next week. Me so too. I'll be here. All right. Sweet. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. I forgot we were doing a podcast. All <laughs> You start rolling in the outro. It feels really weird. It's like if I just did it at your house. Because yeah, I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> well, the last 20 minutes, we just completely just started bullshitting talking about, about Paducah and the few things we you know remember from oh, 22 God. years ago. You want to send us something? Send that to Nicole uh, Tapbox Studio, care of Nicole Nance. That's, that's you. Yeah, that's me. Thank you for two zero zero two. It's a rogue. You can uh, call us 270-883-2555. So we'll have uh, all sorts of uh, stuff. Uh, last I checked on Patreon, uh, nothing new when I checked earlier. So thank you, but Ian? Yeah, I do have a list I'd like to read of the people that donate to us $20 or more per month. These are our, known as our executive producers, and I'm going to read that list right now Perfect. if you'll allow me. Uh, we're going to start off with Temporal Eternal Savior, Cubicle Monkey, Usurper Grimm, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Steve Dixon, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Clambro Cody Phillips, Bantha Master, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Time Lord Josh Edwards, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, congratulations on your marriage, Magical Sleeper, a.k.a. Big Dick Pie Baker, Chris Vaughn, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavatrick, Taryn Landon, Pinball Archmage, Chris Edler. I'm sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Platinum member Brett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, first time caller. Drink Smith, Joey Webster, Master Cycle Baron, Kevin Link, Barbecue Baron, Andrew Rowland, General Kenobi Massacre, and Sick Jake. We're sorry you fell for the marketing. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. So, our theme song probably isn't moves for this episode. Uh, being a Scott Pilgrim game and being about music, uh, I'm going to pepper in all sorts of different stuff, uh, trying to throw in as much stuff I can get away with, with fair use licensing for all sorts of stuff. So it'll be different, and I'll have whoever it is in the show notes. Anamanaguchi used to have a whole bunch of stuff on Free Music oh, Archive, but great. Free Music Archive doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But... <laughs> what I'm saying is you might, it we might, might still be, still be able to somewhere. find it royalty-free. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out those songs weren't supposed to be royalty-free. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't exist anymore. <laughs> so how you guys want to close this out? Uh, as our characters. As our characters. Clearly, right? All right. We all, I'm sure, have a well-defined voice for our character already <laughs> that we'll stick to for, for the rest of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So until next time, 
Capricorn. That's fucking yes. That's why I. That's why I did it, man. You fucking like knew exactly. You knew exactly what I needed. I'm, I'm impressed. Capricorn. <laughs> Nicole, I'm impressed you started to say something. Most of the time, you just mm. lean forward and then don't say anything. Drink well, I was Capricorn. like, I was like. It's been a long time since I've been on the show. And I was like, do they still say that? Yep, yeah. Still say it. Yeah. We still say it. That homeless man said it to Brandon, and <laughs> as tradition dictates, we About 15 say years it. ago, that thing that homeless man said to Brandon? <laughs> yep. It's canon. <laughs> Bye.